Hey, welcome to Fathering Our Future, the podcast for dads. I'm Anthony Vandegrift, and I'm not the perfect dad, but every day I am trying to be better. Thank you so much for being with me today. I want to talk to you about something that we all love, and that is failure. But before we jump into today's topic, I would encourage you to like and subscribe to this podcast and share it. Share it with another dad. Share it with your community and network of friends, because if it's blessed you and helped you, there's a good chance that it could bless and help somebody else. In addition to subscribing and sharing the podcast, you can be a part of Fathering Our Future on social media right now, Facebook and Instagram. You can follow the pages on Facebook. You can be a part of the Dad's Only group, and you can be a part of the community, because as we're a community and we come together, we have a really good chance of better fathering our future. So please be a part of the dad's group on Facebook, follow everything else on social media. Again, share the podcast with other people because not that I have the greatest voice and not that I have all wisdom, but it is an effort to benefit dads to get you to think about yourself. I'm not trying to just give you the answers. I'm trying to get you to think because I think you're smart enough to figure it out. Sometimes we just need that little kick in the right direction. And so that's what I'm trying to provide for you. I'm trying to provide you food for thought so that you'll think about your life, your family, your position and role as a dad, and maybe how every single day you can be a little bit better. That's the goal. So today we're talking about failure. And this is the message that I want to get across to you today. And that is, it is okay to fail. I know maybe that cuts against the grain a little bit, but I'm not the only person to say this. Other people say it, and you'll understand more as we continue on in this episode, but it is okay to fail. It is going to happen. But I want to say it with a little addendum if I can, and I'll give you some context so that you understand what I'm trying to say. It's okay to fail as long as you're not okay with failing. It's okay to fail as long as you're not okay with failing. Here's what I mean. Failure is a part of growth. Failure is a part of effort. It typically means that you're trying. It means that you're attempting to do something outside of the norm, something maybe that's a little bit of a challenge. You're doing something additional. Okay, you're trying, you're on the journey, you're moving forward, you're progressing. If you fail, it's indicative that you are attempting life. You're moving forward. You're not just staying static. You're not just trying to be lazy. You're actually putting forth an effort. Okay, so failure actually highlights something good about you. Failure doesn't say you're a nobody. Failure says you're attempting to be somebody. But you cannot be okay or satisfied with failure. You can't be comfortable settling with failure. This is what I mean. It's okay to fail as long as you're not okay with failing. As long as when failure comes, you don't have the idea and the opinion and the mindset that says, okay, I have failed. I am done. I quit. I will not try this again. This is not for me. I'm not good enough. I'm not qualified. I cannot do this. If that is your mindset, that's a problem. It's okay to fail, but when you fail, you have a decision. You have a choice. You can either accept 
failure and give up, or, and this is the one I want you to do, you can learn from it and you can just keep trying. So don't give up. Please do not give up. There's too much at risk. So much depends on you. And you may not see your value now, but you are a detrimental part of the future. Your acceptance of failure will be seen as a norm by your kids. And you're their life teacher. They need you to press on. So don't give up. When failure happens, do not give up. Learn from your failure and keep pressing forward. Now, what I'm going to tell you today is not going to be something new. You've heard these expressions before. You've heard this topic talked about. So this is not something new, but this might just be what you need today. One day of failure is so small in the big picture, but in the moment it feels so huge. But the reality is it's just a lost battle in the midst of the war. And you're not just on a conquest for the things that you want. This isn't about you and your business or your raise or your promotion. There are ramifications on the future. And quitting on your dreams motivates your kids to quit on theirs. But pressing forward, continuing on regardless of obstacles and setbacks, now that speaks volumes. That speaks loud to your kids. And trust me, your kids hear. Your kids watch. They see, they study, and they absorb who you are as they form their own worldviews, as they form their own lifestyle and who they're going to be. You influence that greatly. So not only does it provide a guide for your kids and act as a source of encouragement for them, when they're pursuing their desires, it sets them up to be more likely to achieve their dreams and desires. It sets them up to do greater things because when you win, they win. I mean, just imagine with me, failure comes to your door and you say, nope, I failed. That's okay. I see why I failed. Let me make some adjustments. Let me keep moving on. And on your path to success, you overcome all these different obstacles of failure. Now, this is one thing that I feel I personally didn't learn. And I know there's a lot of people like me. But one thing that's just not told to you in the midst of, hey, you need to be successful in life, is that on the path to success, there's failure all along the way. As you're trying to reach the destination of success, you have to pass Failure Avenue quite a few times. It's just the way that it goes. And we're not always told that. And so, you know, that's kind of a big eye opener. And maybe you're just starting out. So just get ready. It's going to happen. That's just the way that it goes. But just imagine with me for a moment that as failure came your way, you just pushed forward. You just continued to learn and to go even further. And you finally reached this pinnacle of success that you wanted to obtain. And now you're rich. Now you've got your own business. Now you have everything that you were pursuing, and now it's your kid's turn. And your kid, maybe he's entrepreneurial like you, and he has a business, and he needs investors. You can be there. You can be an investor. When they need guidance or a voice of experience, you've got the business acumen. They know that you're a great choice. Your commitment to growth, your commitment to trying, 
to failing and learning from it will set your kids up for success. Here's just some general stats, just a few points I want to spend a little extra time on today. Kids that tend to grow up and have success have parents who have education beyond high school. They grew up with parents, with both parents in the house. They just had parents, a mom and a dad in the, in the house. And they had parents who were financially stable. Now, there's other things, but I want to focus on these three. Because you're going to fail. There's going to be mistakes in all of these areas. But you cannot quit. You cannot be okay with failure. Let's talk about education. I don't think everyone has to have a college degree. And I know that's become a little bit more of a popular idea. I don't think it's necessary, especially today. We have so many different resources that are available to us. You can learn so much on YouTube. You can learn so much through Googling everything. Now, I will caution you. If you are one of those people and you just Google everything and that is how you know all the things that you know, just be careful because there's a lot of good information that's just not published on Google or just doesn't get the hits that all the other pages that you probably have read get. I remember when I was studying something very particular, I had someone tell me, Google is not the place to learn about this. And they gave me a list of names. They gave me people who had been studying and and writing on these different topics for years. And you couldn't find them anywhere. If you searched for them, you could find them. But if you're just searching different questions upon the topic that I was studying at the time, I got none of their names even remotely close to the top of the list. I probably could have gone a thousand pages deep on Google and would have never come across any of their names. So just, you know, a a word of caution if that's the way that you prefer to learn. But I don't think it's necessary, but I do think it's wise. I do think it's wise to further your education because maybe you use it, maybe you don't, but you have it to use in the event that you need to use it. It is just wisdom. It's not a waste of time. It's just wisdom. Now, straight out of high school, I did not go to college. I didn't go to college until, I think, 2018. And when I made the decision to go to college, I chose WGU, Western Governors University. It's competency-based. You move at your own pace. I was able to complete my four-year degree in 16 months. I think that's really cool. Other people have done it faster. I'm not trying to boast. I'm just saying it was very accommodating for me at the point in life that I was at when I started, I had one kid. By the time that I finished, we had moved to another home and we had a second baby. So a lot happened in the time that I was trying to further my education. But because of the flexibility and because of the competency-based curriculum, I was able to knock that thing out in 16 months. And again, it gave me an opportunity to talk to some of my other friends who were dads who were in that same situation. And they were already thinking along the lines of, hey, I want to go and get a degree or, hey, I want to go and further my education. And I was like, look, this is super accommodating for the dad life. And so I've got two friends right now who were going to WGU who were trying to do the same thing that I did. And if you think a competency-based college degree works for you, it's it's regionally accredited. It's got the highest accreditation that you can get. So it's not just some 
you know, random piece of paper. It's the real deal. WGU is probably something that would work and would help you out. If you want, you can send me an email at fatheringourfuture at gmail.com and I can refer you. And what it will do is give you a free application so that you can get everything started and not have to pay that initial $65 or something that they ask for. I won't get any kickback for it, but it'll help you. And I'm happy to help you because I think it's important. I think it's important that if you have a desire to further your education, to go and get a degree, that you should go and do it. And I think it's a great option. There's probably other good options out there, but that, in my opinion, has been the best one. It worked really well for me, and it's working really well for my other buddies too. So if you want to, give it a shot. But even if you're not going to officially further your education through college, challenge yourself daily in different ways. Maybe you do something as simple as downloading an app and you try and learn a new word every day. Maybe you do something like journaling. This will help you. It will help you be a better writer. It will help you think more clearly. It will benefit you. Maybe you do something like listen to a particular podcast. You find someone that everyone says is super smart and you listen to their podcast. Or you find them on YouTube and you watch their videos. Find someone who can be a teacher to you. Do something. I'm not going to tell you who to go to, what to listen to, where to find. I'm not going to tell you that stuff. I want you, if you're not going to do college, and again, I don't think it's absolutely necessary, but do something to further your education. Because when you do that, as you better yourself, you're setting your kids up on a higher starting platform. By bettering yourself, you're bettering your kids. And education plays a part in that. The next topic, marriage. Kids do better. Kids are likely to have greater success when they grow up in homes where they had mom and dad. I understand that there are challenges in marriage. I have not been perfect. I have not always done everything that I should do as a husband. And my wife probably hasn't done everything that she should do as a wife. And I can say that, and I know that she won't get mad because we've talked about these things. We know that we are broken people. We know that we make mistakes, but we accept each other's mistakes. She's got a lot more accepting to do than I have to do. But we accept mistakes and we work together and we move forward. We move on. We understand that trying to take two people who grew up in two different lifestyles and then coming together and then all of a sudden we're just supposed to be one, that's a task. That is a challenge. And you have to, in marriage, you have to have patience. You have to have this mental acceptance that, hey, I am broken and so is she. And so this is what we have to work together. This is what we have to do. And I think in most cases, just based off the the data alone, if you can stick it out with your spouse, it's typically the best. Now, I will say that I have known of situations where I thought 
because of how things were going, divorce might actually be the better route. And maybe I'm wrong. And that was just a personal opinion that I expressed to my wife about other things that we knew about. Okay, I'm not going to divulge information into other relationships that I've been privy to. But just from my perspective as a dad, I thought, you know what, this might be better. But I don't know your situation. And I'm going to tell you that if you can stick it out, stick it out. Because 99% of the time, that's probably the right answer. Majority of the time, if you can stick it out, and and when I say stick it out, I don't mean just you know, get through it. Like, oh man, this is horrible, but this is for my kids. Don't be that dad. Don't be that husband. Make it work. Get involved. Don't look at your spouse and say, well, they don't do this. They don't do that. Look at yourself and be like, well, I could do this and I could do that. Challenge yourself to be better because you bring people onto your level as you excel. The people closest to you will grow with you. Okay. Even in the marriage, even as you try to better yourself, it will cause your spouse to take those steps to better herself as well. So work on your marriage because it is important that your kids have a mom and a dad in their home as they grow up. And the healthier the marriage, the better off. Last thing that I talked about was money, success, financial stability. I know sometimes this can be a task, But I don't always think that it's as difficult as we make it, especially in America. We have so much opportunity. And I understand that, I mean, I'm in the DFW area and I drive around all the time and I see that there are people who live on the street. I see that there are people who are broke. I see that there are people who live a lower standard of life than I get to live. I see that I'm not balling out. I'm not rolling deep. My pockets aren't aren't down to my ankles, okay? That's not the life that we get to live. But there's opportunity. There are things that we can do, we can work hard at, and we can make life happen the way that we're trying to make life happen. But one thing that I will encourage you to do is look at your financials and make some wise decisions. Consider making a budget. Know where your money is going to go. And don't just think about money in the short term. Think about it in the long term. Don't just have, you know, oh, I have this money set aside for this because I want to do this next month. No, think about if I didn't do this next month, what can I do with this money in a year, in five years, in 10 years? Change your thinking with money. Don't just be so invested in right now. What am I going to do with the money that I get in the next two weeks? How is this going to sustain me for the next two months? Because I don't think I'm going to make any more money. Don't stop at that. Work on it. Work on it with your spouse. Work together. Do something. Think. There are so many people out there who can tell you how to make money. And some of them, you know, it's it's not real. <laughs> so just be careful. But there's so much that you can just go and do. Sometimes it's just, hey, I work two jobs. Okay. That's a way that you've increased your income. And if you'll make smarter decisions with your money, then maybe at some point you can go back to one job as you excel in one of those two positions that you have. There are things that you can do. I think the one of the biggest things with money that hurts us is we're so 
interested in instant gratification. Yeah, do I want to wake up tomorrow and have a million dollars? You better believe I want that to happen. But I know darn well that that's not going to happen. I'm not going to limit God. You know, if he wants to do it, let him do it. Amen. But I know that that's just not going to happen. I'm not going to wake up tomorrow and then just be a millionaire. And as much as I would like to wake up and be like, holy smokes, my podcast has 300 million subscribers. Like, yeah, that would be really cool. But I can't just bank and hope for that to happen. I have to be smart. I have to work with my spouse. This is a big thing. Work with your spouse on the budget, on your money. Do it together. I promise you, you're going to be better off doing it. And there's different things you can go to. My wife and I have personally used uh, Dave Ramsey's Financial Peace University. And while we don't perfectly stick to it, it has helped us create a framework in which we can actually become successful and stable financially. So you can check that out. It's free plug for them. I'm not getting any kickback from that. But these things are important. Your education, your marriage, your money, these are important things. And I would be amiss if I did not mention God. I think... And I know not everyone is going to be a Christian. Not everyone is going to subscribe to Christianity. That's okay. If you do, please make sure that God is a normal in your household. Because for me, Christianity, God, the Bible, this is my, this is my emotional balance. When life gets crazy, that's okay. I have, I have hope. When life gets out of my control, that's okay. I know who's got the whole world in his hands. And when you can take that trust, when you can take that investment, that emotional and mental investment that you have in God, and you can share that with your kids, that's meaningful. That's setting them up to know that, hey, this might be bigger than me, but it's not bigger than him. This is a really cute thing. So, my wife and I, as Christians, we work with our kids in Christian ways, right? We're, we're, for example, we teach our kids how to pray. And I have an episode on that. Prayer is very simple. It's not a complex thing. If you don't know how to pray, you feel like you don't know how to pray the right way, go check it out and then go teach your kids how to pray because it's going to be monumental. So my wife got attacked by a dog a few days ago. She was out trying to do some Instacart stuff because, again, opportunity for money all over the place. She's taking advantage of the opportunity. So she's out doing Instacart and the lady came out to give her an additional tip and her dog got out and attacked my wife. Bit her hand up pretty good, bit her leg up pretty good, had to get some stitches. And that was one of those really not fun experiences for her and then also for the rest of us. But that happened. And the kids have been with my parents the last few days just to give her some time to, you know, get some strength and feel like she could actually handle the kids and risk being around them because, you know, they run around like wrecking balls, just running into everything. And she already told me she had some close run-ins with the kids getting too close to her leg where the stitches and the punctures are. But my son Frankie, you know, he's super emotional and he loves people He's just so kind and so caring. He loves his mom, you know, to the moon and back, and then and then some. And he was saying, you know, I really want you to get better. And 
he said, he said, I want you to be healed tomorrow. I want you to wake up and be healed. And, you know, my wife said, I'll get a little better every day. You just keep praying for me. And so I was holding him at this moment and I was taking him out of my daughter Reagan's room. So my wife was going to snuggle Reagan. I was going to take Frankie and snuggle him in his room. So I'm holding him and as I'm closing the door, I hear him whisper. And he whispered, Jesus, would you help my mommy feel better? And as a dad, that's special because he knows that I can't just go and make that better. He knows that his mom can't just make that wound better, but he's got faith that Jesus can. And having that staple in his life right now, being able to pass that on to our kids, He's going to find success. It may not be success the world looks at and says, oh, wow, he's very successful. But it is success that he will be able to look at and that other people will see. And they'll think one day, you know, Frankie's got it all together. And Frankie can say, I've got someone else holding it in place. And I I think that's a wonderful thing as a dad. So, again, focus on these things. God, money, marriage, education, this is, we're just scratching the surface today, but as failure comes and failure will come in each of these areas, you don't always feel like a super Christian. You mess up and you feel bad about it and you repent and you receive God's grace and mercy. You make bad decisions with your money. You buy things that you shouldn't buy and you can't get out of it. And you make decisions that just are wrong. You make mistakes in your marriage. You're not always the perfect husband. You're not always the perfect spouse. And there are mistakes in education. Sometimes you don't get one and you feel like you should have. And sometimes you get too involved with education and maybe you did it at the wrong time. There's always mistakes and failures in everything that you're going to do. But as you hit those moments of failure, learn and continue on. Learn and continue on. Just talking about God, it makes me think of Genesis 1 and somewhat germane to the subject. I'm reminded that in Genesis 1, we read and everything that God created was supposed to multiply and it was going to yield offspring just like itself. And that makes me think of the, of the line that's been said so much, but that is that success breeds success. Now, I know that that's not an absolute rule. There are people who have grown who, who have grown up in horrible upbringings and they have found success. There are people who have grown up with incredible upbringings and they have become failures. But by and large, this is true. Success breeds success. And so just think about this. Think about it from your perspective. Whatever you are is what you re- is what you will yield in your kid's life. So quitters are probably going to yield quitters. Complainers are going to yield complainers. But leaders will yield leaders. People who are intelligent will yield kids who are intelligent. People who are healthy will yield kids who are healthy. Your kids will end up like you in many ways. So be something that you'd be proud to see your kids become. Again, You're going to fail, and that's okay, but don't quit. Don't stop. Keep moving. Keep fighting. Keep striving for excellence because it's going to do a lot more than just benefit you. 
Thank you for listening today. I hope that this has blessed you. I hope that it motivates and encourages you to keep pushing on even in the face of failure. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe to the podcast and again, share it because if it's blessed you, there's a good chance that you can use it to bless somebody else. This is Fathering Our Future, the podcast for dads. I'm Anthony Vandegrift, and I hope you'll join me next time.